Each and every week I talk to very interesting people, and the most important part is that I shouldn't be the only one hearing it. I really feel that if these people make sense to me, that everyone out there needs to hear it. So stay tuned, folks, and I hope you enjoy this newest weekly segment on Coach Vincent's. Well, folks, we've got a really good guest today. He's a return visitor. He's been on the show numerous times over the last 10 or 15 years. He's one of my great buddies in the, in the financial world. His name is Mr. Tom Hagna. If you've seen public TV, you've probably seen his special, Don't Worry, Retire Happy. Even has a book called Don't Worry, Retire Happy, which is really neat as well, and a DVD. And we've got copies of this. We're going to talk. We've got some copies of this. We're going to talk about how you can get your hands on these in the in the future. But more importantly, we have Mr. Tom Hegner right on the line. Tom, welcome in. Hey, Coach. <laughs> Great to be with you again. It's beautiful these days. The technology. So a lot of folks are listening on the radio, but there, a lot of folks are also watching our TV show at the same time. The beauty of uh, the technology these days is we're able. You're sitting in your office, and and I'm sitting in North Carolina. You're in Arizona, I think, or you're in, or you're in Arizona this week. And yep, I'm, Arizona this and week. I'm in North Carolina, and, and we're, it's spontaneous and instantaneous what we can talk to each other and see each other. It's beautiful. So let's talk about something. I, I heard you say a term the other day, and I wanted to uh, talk to this, talk to the audience about it. It's called bubble wealth. What is bubble wealth? Well, you know, I listened to a podcast with Dr. Michael Finca and Dr. David Blanchett. Now, these are two of the smartest PhDs around the subject of retirement. And they were talking about this concept of bubble wealth. And all it means is that right now the market's up, you know, crypto's been up, real estate is up, and everybody feels very wealthy. Um, and they're making plans, they're, they're quitting their jobs, they're retiring, they're doing all this stuff based on this bubble wealth. But when this market goes on, and, and, and the reason it's a bubble is is because all this money that's been printed, the trillions of dollars of this bond buying by the Fed and the trillions of dollars being spent by our government for COVID and all this other stuff. Yeah. And all this money's going into the market and it's driving prices of everything. And we're seeing inflation, but we're seeing asset inflation too. And much of it is, is, is really a bubble. And when everybody heads for the exit at the same time, because at some point the market's going to go down, crypto's going to go down, it's going to get really ugly. And then people are going to be stuck with whatever they have left and what i'm trying to encourage people to do is turn their bubble wealth into real wealth and that's so that's what i've been talking about a lot lately okay so step number one identifying if we have too much bubble wealth we also call this paper profits many times if you have, right. you have a lot of wealth maybe it's time to realize some of that wealth but what's step two to if you if you realize you're in way too much risk but you have a lot of gain what's the step two to uh, to re-diversify i guess well, I mean, I'll use me as an example. I'm not just talking the talk. I'm walking the walk. You know, I kind of announced my retirement last year. I'm about 70% retired, but I have been converting my IRAs and 401ks to Roth. Okay. And many of those Roth are in income annuity. So they guarantee me now tax-free income for the rest of my life. I've been moving more of my personal wealth out of my brokerage account into cash value life insurance, which may sound boring to some people, but it's a way to secure your wealth because it's not going to go down when the market crashes. And yet it can still, you know, have some upside uh, potential as well. Plus, it gives me tax-free income in retirement. And I think having tax-free income in retirement is going to be so important because with all this spending, 
you know, it's not free. And when they get up and say, oh, this is free, it's not free. Somebody's got to pay for it and it's going to be taxes. And we're 28 going on $29 trillion in debt. The debt's climbing at $4 billion every single morning. We have $200 trillion of unfunded obligations for Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, government pensions, military pensions. Taxes are going to go up. So I believe these are the lowest tax rates I'm going to see for the rest of my life. So I'm trying to lock in my bubble wealth into real wealth in ways that I can get tax-free income in the future. You identified two financial termites here, taxation and too much risk. Those can eat people alive when they're not really paying attention. And so what do you tell the person that says, uh, well, Tom, I I love the idea of realizing some of this gain, this big gain, but I don't want to pay capital gains tax. Well, okay, so there's ways you can tax harvest. You know, I know the market, the indexes are near all-time highs, but I've never seen so many stocks, individual stocks that are down 40, 50, 60, 70, 80%. And these are companies that were boomers like, you know, Peloton and Roku and Square and PayPal. And, and you know, I mean, these are real stocks right. and they're way down. And so I know in almost every one of your listeners' portfolios, they have some winners and they have some losers. This would be a great time to sell some of your losers and then you can sell your winners and if you sell the equal amount you don't have to pay any taxes so you can harvest some of your gains by taking it against some of your losses and i, I would recommend looking at doing that's that. that's the ultimate strategy right there but then, and then if we don't after or if we have still have a bunch more of gain we haven't realized because we've gone through all the tax harvesting my next point is i'd rather pay tax on a gain than have a write-off on a loss and if we wait too long, like you're talking about, you mentioned all those great companies were skyrocketing a couple of years ago, and now they've hit the ground. We don't want to watch our wealth disappear like that either and pop in that bubble wealth. Right. I always tell people, you don't want to let the tax tail wag the dog. You know, I've had so many people who said, well, I don't want to, I don't want to sell because I have to pay a lot of taxes. <laughs> so they don't sell. The market crashes, and then they don't have any gains anyway. So, you know, it's better to pay tax on a gain than to, you know, have more yeah, losses. Yeah. Well, when we talk about that, that seems to be a, a very important ingredient to a happy retirement where you're not worrying if you have, well, number one, lo- less taxation, but number two, income streams. Let's talk about income streams. Yeah, well, the you know the Wall Street Journal had the headline: "The Secret to a Happier Retirement." In friends, neighbors, and a fixed annuity, and they were talking about an income annuity. That the happiest people in retirement are the people surrounded by their friends, surrounded by their families, who have guaranteed paychecks every single month. At Time Magazine, found the same thing in Great Britain: lifetime income stream key to retirement happiness. Uh, Towers Watson, they're not even in the insurance industry. They did a whole white paper on on annuities and retirement happiness. The American College wrote a whole article on on how annuities help with happiness and retirement. So we found that people who incorporate annuities in their portfolio, number one, their portfolio does better. It lowers the risk and increases the returns. Number two, we found they're happier. And now the new research shows they're likely to live longer as well. So, you know, for those reasons, I own 11 annuities. And and there's this movie that came out, this this, uh, Baby Boomer Dilemma, Dr. David Babb, in that movie disclosed that he owns 14 annuities and now and so he's one of the smartest people ever to study retirement and he had 14 annuities i've got 11 of them and you know all those phds and and researchers they they're the ones that own the annuities because the math and science says you should have one. great story about dr david babble i think it was 2009 i had him on my show and he was getting ready to retire and he was very adamant about researching annuities and so he was i mean he was researching for himself but he's also turned into a research project And um, he's been very successful in his retirement strategy. 
Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, he died in May, and Ooh, and uh, but but yeah, but he 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 he's explained his entire strategy in that movie, The Baby Boomer Dilemma, and there's even some extra footage um, that the director made available. That even it once if you once you watch the movie, there's some extra footage if you want to watch it on his full interview. But um, yeah, he he was he's in all my books. You know, he's in Paychecks and Playchecks. He's in Don't Worry, Retire Happy, and uh, he he's one of the smartest people in the subject of retirement. Well, I'm sad to hear that he passed away. He's a really good guy. I mean, it's uh, it's it's um, it's amazing when you start hearing about people that I guess we're getting older, Thomas. We keep we start hearing about people dying when, that we used to know, and that's that's not fun. But we don't want our income to ever die, and and so uh, let's talk about this. What why why is there a negative uh, connotation or, or negative words and negative articles about annuities from other planners many times? Well, I, you know, I just did a post today about these fake fiduciaries. These, these financial advisors say they're fiduciaries, but they don't use annuities, life insurance, or long-term care. They can't be fiduciaries. I mean, that's ridiculous. They're, they may be investment fiduciaries, but they're not retirement fiduciaries. Well, I mean, I think the insurance industry did a little bit of it to themselves because, as you know, 15 years ago, there were some bad annuities out there. There were annuities with, you know, long surrender charges, high surrender charges, paying uh, high commissions to advisors. Right. I don't see those anymore. I think they've been pretty much weeded out. But but there's still some bad aftertaste from some of those. But then there's, um, you know, these people on TV who have agendas that they want you to invest with them because they have high fees and they don't want to, you know, they can't compete against Vanguard or Fidelity. So they pick against annuities. <laughs> but the difference is if your broker has high fees and you lose money, I mean, you lose money. But in, in, in a variable and it's really only the variable annuities that have the high fees. The other annuities are not even fee products. So the variable annuities do have fees and they are higher than a mutual fund, but it's because they guarantee that you're not going to lose money if the market crashes. Yeah. I mean, what's that worth? You got to look at the value, not at the fee. And then, you know, the fact that most annuities are not fee products, um, a single premium median annuity is not a fee product, a deferred income annuity is not a fee product, a fixed annuity is not a fee product, a base fixed indexed annuity is not a fee product. They're called spread products. And so really it's only the variable annuities and some optional riders that have fees. And I think that's a big misconception among a lot of it's funny when somebody writes about annuity, they're, they're digging up uh, the old ones that don't exist anymore when they want to be negative many times. And so, yeah, it's very important to, to know that a planner who is a true fiduciary has everything from risk to safety. And if you're not offering safety, then you're not really a fiduciary. There's a, there's a planner I saw a website. He, he has a $10,000 annual fee he charges his clients, and then he manages their money for another fee. But his fee is $10,000 based on your assets, and he is totally negative about annuities, but he claims to be a fiduciary. How, does, how is that? How, how is he a fiduciary? Yeah, I, I think the fiduciary, see, there's not a good fiduciary standard. That's the problem. Yep. And and uh, until they start, you know, convicting some of these people claiming to be fiduciaries who are not using annuities or life insurance or long-term care insurance, they've got it. They've really got to do enforcement actions on those people because they're not doing what's in the best interest of their clients. The research is clear. You know, Dr. Moshe Malevsky in the movie says economists argue about everything. They argue about inflation, interest rates, you know, unemployment, what level is good, but they don't argue about annuities. They, the only thing they discuss about annuities is what type and when and how much should go into an annuity. You're not going to find economists and PhDs who are against annuities. You're just not going to find yeah. it because the research is clear. Well, well just me, when I saw that when someone has a $10,000 minimum annual fee, it could be more every single year, you're, you're, are you really doing the best thing for the client when you're starting them negative 10,000 every single year? 
I don't think so. Right. Tom, in my I, opinion. You know, so, no, I, I, uh, let's talk. What We've got about one more minute here in this segment. Then we're going to have you on yeah. for another one to talk about the movie you're talking about there and everything. Yeah. But then I want to talk about uh, paychecks and paychecks, the first book you wrote and how important it is to have that retirement paycheck for life. We call it a financial fill up strategy. But yeah. what inspired you to write the Don't Worry, Retire Happy book? Well, I had given the Paychecks and Playchecks presentation down in San Diego about eight or nine years ago at a big industry meeting, and there was somebody there from PBS, and they said, Tom, we want to do a PBS TV special. People need to hear this, but we're not sure they'd really understand this Paycheck and Playcheck thing. We would need a simpler title. <laughs> so I wrote the book, Don't Worry, Retire Happy, and, and the difference is Don't Worry, Retire Happy is broader. It talks about having a plan, working with a financial professional, maximizing Social Security benefits, considering a hybrid strategy, having a plan to protect yourself against inflation, the importance of guaranteed income in retirement, uh, having a plan for long-term care, using home equity wisely, and then using life insurance as the most efficient way to pass wealth to children, grandchildren, and charities. You're supposed to spend your money, not leave any money. Don't leave any money to kids. Spend your money, leave them life insurance because you can do that for pennies on the dollar. I had a client one time. I said, well, you know, why are you flying first class all the time? He said, if I don't, my daughter will. <laughs> so if basically right. someone's going to spend the money, you need to enjoy your money. That's your life, your retirement. Make sure that you're set. And then if and when you pass away, your spouse is taken care of. And then when both of you are gone, everyone's taken care of. And so, folks, uh, right. if, if you're interested in finding out more about the true strategies of a total fiduciary plan, Thomas is going to tell you how you can do that right now. 